Welcome to Equitably Speaking, a podcast series that focuses on increasing homeownership opportunities for home buyers in underserved communities of color. Today's episode is for mortgage professionals who are considering a pivot into new markets to sustain their business in the current market environment. I am your host, Sandra Heidinger, Affordable Lending Senior Manager in the Single Family Division at Freddie Mac. My role affords me the opportunity to travel around the country to educate our lenders on mortgage programs, tools, and resources aimed at making loan origination process more efficient, effective, and equitable. Today's episode is quite special to me because we have not one, but two distinguished guests who I recently had the pleasure of meeting in person in Chicago. Sean McGeehan, Mortgage Loan Officer with Fifth Third Bank in the Chicagoland area, and Cyrus Siraj, who is a Principal Broker with Compass Real Estate. Sean, would you like to start off, say hello, and a little bit about yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Sean McGeehan with Fifth Third Bank. I'm a loan officer here in Chicago. I've been doing mortgages for about 20 years. Um, my primary target client um, historically has been high net worth customers. And in the last year or so, we've seen a big pivot in the market and we've been looking for new opportunities. Um, and we've been, uh, you know, continuing to grow the business with um, some new programs that Freddie Mac has come out with. And I'm excited to talk about our success with that with you today. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. Cyrus, how about you? Hi, thanks, Sandra. I'm Cyrus Siraj, a broker with Compass, going on my 20th year in real estate as well. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> like Sean, I actually also typically service high net worth clients, but um, of course, we're uh, in the midst of a uh, high interest rate, low inventory environment, which uh, does force you to get a little more creative, think outside the box, and um, some of the programs that uh, we're going to discuss today that Sean brought to my attention have really been a game changer. So I'm, I'm excited to uh, have this conversation as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome, gentlemen. And I am so excited to have the both of you with me to, here today. So let's get started. So both of you, like a lot of mortgage professionals and real estate professionals today, have decided to pivot this year. Uh, into more affordable spaces to grow your business and help underserved home buyers get into homes. Freddie Mac recognizes there are a lot of challenges to the work that the mortgage professionals face in the current market environment. In response to that, we have developed several programs and solutions uh, to help support the lenders and our real estate professionals, uh, those that are working with uh, home buyers and communities of color, some to achieve that dream of home ownership. Some of the programs that are included, but certainly not limited to. First is our uh, new program or new platform that we recently launched called DPA One. 
Now, what this is, it's a new online platform that will quickly and seamlessly deliver down payment assistance program options for lenders, housing counselors, and real estate professionals to share with those borrowers that you're working with, those clients that you're working with. Because we do know one of the biggest challenges to home ownership uh, for this community is having enough money to put down on that home. To learn more about this, you can go to dpa1.freddymac.com. And don't worry, we'll be sure to uh, add this uh, to the podcast description for everyone's convenience. Another thing that we're doing is uh, with our automated underwriting system, which is Loan Product Advisor. We are always uh, enhancing it to make sure that it meets all of our lender requirements and needs uh, as they're going out um, or doing originations, right? One of the most recent advances that we've done includes an updated models to uh, provide more, more uh, precise assessments of credit risk. Another piece that we've done here, we've provided um, an update with an LPA that allows the borrower's cash flow to be analyzed, as well as the rent payments, those rent payment histories to assist those borrowers. Those that may have originally been a caution could push them to that accept category. And we've seen a big increase um, in that, in the usage of that offering uh, that can make a big difference. Another product that we've got in the marketplace is Heritage One. Heritage One is our new mortgage product offering for Native Americans living on tribal land. And last but not least, we have introduced special purpose credit programs. We offer a mix of Freddie Mac uh, special purpose credit programs, as well as the lender SBCPs. Sean, you and Cyrus recently had success with our uh, Freddie Mac Bar Smart Access program. And that's a program that provides closing costs, down payment assistance from Freddie Mac, and from those approved lenders that have, that utilize our bar smart access. And of course, it is based on the area median income and other eligibility requirements. Um, all of these approved lenders do have down payment assistance that is available in varying amounts. Sean, talk to us about this. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, after we started learning about the program, I quickly latched onto it and started using it myself. Um, we realized that once you know three certain, three simple things, if they're a first time buyer, where they're buying and their income, you can easily tell if they qualify. Um, being easy to understand is very important for us as salespeople because we have lots of programs we're trying to uh, cover for people and it makes it easy to um, explain to a customer and easy for them to understand as well. Um, and after learning about the program, I started sharing with Cyrus and other agents. They quickly, you know, grabbed onto it too and started sharing it with those clients, with their own clients. And that helps them, which helps me serve more people in this, um, in this market. Okay. Now, wait a minute, Sean. Let's, let's pause here for a quick moment. I really want 
you could to discuss with us, please. How do you present new programs to your strategic partners in real estate? You know, during our prep call, you had mentioned something uh, that was quite interesting. I thought might be helpful for our audience to hear. Uh, you talked about the marketing rule of seven uh, when it comes to communication, which is a marketing principle that states that a potential client must see a message at least seven times before they act. I'd love for you to share how you introduce new programs to your uh, strategic partners uh, utilizing this rule of seven. Sure, Sandra. So uh, in the in the world we're in today, there's lots of information going around and realtors are getting solicited by loan officers constantly with all kinds of programs and everybody's telling them that their program is the best. Um, the only way to really educate your partners and to stand out from the noise is to communicate with them over and over and over in different ways. And that includes just my personal contact, talking to them on the phone, my relationship with them. That could be LinkedIn posting, that could be email, that could be texting. And um, even though Cyrus and I have a great relationship, you know, it, it for me to even learn the program, I need to understand it completely and wrap my head around it completely. I need Cyrus to as well. And the only way for me to do that is to repeat it over and over, over a period of time. Um, and if you do that with a, num a large enough audience of other people and clients for that matter, um, it'll start to gain traction and that's when it really starts converting into deals and that's how you can really start helping people. Wow. Wow. And, and Cyrus, I'm assuming that's how you learned about it because he kept come uh, in front of you with this, right? Yeah. I mean, the timing was really ideal. Uh, I was actually already working with uh, a prospective home buyer. He was a pastor who uh, lives in an underserved community. Um, he was given uh, housing at a parsonage owned by a church um, who uh, ultimately decided they needed to sell the property and in a short order and was um, literally on the verge of being homeless at the time. Um, I tried to qualify him through more traditional channels. Um, it, you know, wasn't working out with, uh, you know, unfortunately the, the income um, for someone in that, uh, in that uh, realm is not always uh substantial and you know i just touched base with sean one day and um, fortunately he just kind of identified right away um that um you know connect the dots like oh, hold on a second i just um uh, we're just introducing and rolling out this product let me let me take a look at uh you know his eligibility for for something like this mm -hmm. um and it made the difference uh you know between um just a kind of a quick denial of uh, verbal, we, we can't help you to, um, you know, I think we can make this work. Um, you know, we were searching for quite some time and, and it really changed his, his budget and, it, and his affordability, um, which allowed him to actually purchase a property in close proximity to the church um, and his organizations and uh, the schools that his children went to. Um, and that really 
um, change the whole scenario and outlook for for this uh, individual because um, we we were in the outskirts an hour away and it was really not feasible um, <clears throat> for him to purchase uh, <clears throat> anywhere that made sense un until um, Sean was able to you know introduce this program and 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 put him into it and and just. Uh, you know, no pun intended, but it was it was truly a godsend uh, that that he was able to just swoop in at the right time with with the right products um, and and help this individual who, who really deserved um, that, that that outcome. Awesome! That just makes my heart happy to to hear all that and see how you know just how significant uh, the knowledge because if you hadn't known about this program what would have happened to him, you know, and uh, having made that difference, that is just phenomenal to hear. And just so excited that here we're able to get another borrower to that closing table and helping them to achieve uh, that dream of homeownership. So we know it can be a challenge, uh, you know, when you're entering a new market and you're doing this pivot, right? So you both are have stepped up to to pivot how you have been doing business. So talk to us about some a challenge or two that you have encountered as you as you're making this pivot. Cyrus, let's start with you. Uh, well, it's <clears throat> it's a community that I uh, I don't uh, I hadn't served um, previously, um, mm -hmm. and of course you know. Um, I, I, you need to be a differentiator to um, enter into a, a new market. And I really saw this as a, a gratifying experience and an opportunity um, to kind of share this uh, with, with other people in the same situation. So, um, you know, from one success story, it just kind of snowballed into um, referral, you know, one referral after another. Um, I think, you know, the, the level of value we can add as, as professionals is, is greatly enhanced when, when it's the difference maker um, between, you know, being able to purchase a home or not. Um, that's a whole different uh, level of gratification and accomplishment. And that really resonated with the community and um, it just felt great. So, um, you know, it really just kind of became word of mouth that started um, what's become now a whole new chapter of, of business that didn't exist um, prior prior to this experience. That That's awesome, Cyrus. How about you, Sean? Sure. So for me, um, similar to Cyrus, I, like I said before, I was primarily focused on the high net worth individuals, jumbo lending, doctor mortgages. Um, and that's primarily based on like where I live. It's in my backyard. I'm in Lincoln Park in Chicago. So there's a lot of that business right out my back door. Um, and, and I had built up all my contacts around that as well. When the market shifted, um, I wanted to pivot and create new opportunities for myself. Um, and it was perfect timing having this type of program come out because it gave me like a tool to charge forward with to serve that community. Um, so I had to change some of my activities. I couldn't just keep doing the same thing. Um, I reached out to, you know, my current, current partners to try to convert them into helping me serve this community as well. Some new partners that already work in that community, um, has also been beneficial. Um, I've also reached out to my own fifth third bank branch network. We have over 200 branches in Chicagoland. 
Um, this includes the employees, not just the customers. There's probably, I mean, if there's 200, I don't know how many employees we have, we have thousands in Chicagoland. A lot of these people have actually taken advantage of this program as well as employees. Um, they wouldn't have known about it if I didn't expose them to it. Um, we've also had local home buying events um, in, in some target markets, uh, park districts that are in certain areas. Um, so just getting the word out using sales activity, um, repetition, like you mentioned before, is important. You have to mention it over and over, and that starts letting that starts giving people um, an idea of like what your identity is, and that helps create those opportunities to come. Absolutely. And, you know, this is great to hear because we know any time that you're doing a pivot or making a change in how you have ordinarily been doing things over the years, there will be challenges. But I am so happy to hear how you are overcoming these challenges and are going to be really successful in your endeavors here. So I've got a last question for the both of you. Uh, if you had, if you could provide a word of wisdom to other housing professionals, what would that be? That pearl of wisdom that you would share, uh, like Cyrus for your fellow, uh, real estate professionals. Uh, yeah, I would say find a way to stand out in the crowd, um, be a differentiator, have a differentiator, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, don't be afraid to get outside your comfort zone. Um, there are multiple ways to um, succeed, and um, this is not only uh, a path to success and a way to make up for um, difficulties and other challenges in the market, um, but also, you know, even long term, I think there's um, a, a lot of value in being able to successfully buy someone in an underserved community into their first home. Um, it, it's probably not their last. Um, and, you know, the level of appreciation and the, and the bond that you can create with someone um, that first time around tends to be stronger than uh, perhaps that, uh, you know, affluent, uh, you know, purchaser who may look like the great deal on paper, but that, that may be a one and done scenario um, that you can't grow and, and gain, you know, a, a significant amount of referrals from. So um, don't be shy about it and, you know, embrace any opportunity like this that comes around because uh, they, they can be few and far between. Great points. Great points. Thank you for that, Cyrus. What great advice. Sean, what's something you wish you would have known earlier in your career that you could share with fellow loan officers? Sure. Um, I would say to sum it up, I would just say play the long game. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes the results of your activity don't reveal themselves right away. It can take a while. Um, but if you keep doing the, the right behavior over a long period of time, you will see results at some point. Um, also, I would say, you know, be a little picky with who you work with. There's a lot of networking partners that are out there that are available, realtors, bankers, commercial bankers, financial planners, CPAs. Um, you can't work with all of them and you don't want to. Uh, they may not have integrity. They may not have the equity, the, the work ethic you have. They might not be a good partner. 
I think the part of the long game is you're vetting them out too to see if that's someone that you want to work with. So I think you, you don't want to work with everybody. You want to work with a few people that have a deep relationship with you. Um, and that's what I've been focused on um, more recently. And that's been proving dividends for me. Um, you just got to find the right team. It, it's okay if it's a smaller team, but the right team, you'll go much further with the right people. I love it. I love it. You guys, thank you so much for joining me today for today's episode of Equitably Speaking. I truly have appreciated the conversation and the wisdom and experience that you have both shared. You always, both of you, have an invitation to come back anytime and uh, share more success stories with us. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks for the opportunity to share our story and how we pivoted. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Sandra. Thank you again for the opportunity to come up, come on your uh, podcast and, and speak on behalf of uh, all of us who appreciate everything you do. Thank you. The pleasure is all mine. And this concludes another episode of Equitably Speaking, a podcast that focuses on uh, increasing homeownership opportunities for home buyers in underserved communities of color. To listen to more episodes of Equitably Speaking, go to sf.freddymac.com forward slash equitably speaking. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes and share it with your colleagues. Thank you for listening. Thank you.